It's May 18th, 2022. Welcome to the new reality edition of Bite Marks Cafe right here on Hawaii Public Radio where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum. First up, I've got an update on a bunch of events coming up from the Hawaii Technology Development Corporation and the Hawaii Community Foundation. And then uh, we'll be joined by Sarid Ditton and Wayne Murphy from Hatch. And uh, they've also invited a couple of companies, and I will introduce them later on. And they're a aquaculture accelerator on Hawaii Island. And I uh, wanted to talk to them about a recent pitch event. But first off, I wanted to share some upcoming events with you. Uh, first on the list is a media training webinar offered in partnership with HTDC and the Chamber of Commerce. Of course, the goal of media training is to assist and prepare you for a role, uh, your, your role in representing your company and take advantage of promotional opportunities like even being on Bite Marks Cafe. You will learn how to predict questions, avoid common traps, focus on delivering your key messages and discuss your company's product services in an engaging and professional way. I think everybody should take media training before they come onto this show. It, um, it will cover a variety of interview situations, formats, including television appearances, radio, and print. Uh, this will happen on Tuesday, May 24th, uh, from 10 a.m. to 1130. Uh, and uh, it will take place at the Foreign Trade Zone uh, over at... Um, uh, the Homer Maxi Conference Room. So you might want to check that out. And of course, all of these, I, I will share the links uh, in the show notes later on this evening. Next is a webinar uh, to develop effective digital marketing strategies targeting, targeting other businesses in the LinkedIn platform. I noticed that LinkedIn is doing a lot more in terms of uh, people's engagement and posting articles and, and, and engaging with uh, uh, colleagues that might be uh, interested in, in sort of uh, business interaction. Uh, they will discuss how to optimize your profile, target your clients, publish uh, content and that adds value, how to get your employees involved in creating visually appealing posts that capture the attention of your LinkedIn target audience more effectively. This is taking place on Thursday, May 26, and the time for this is 9 a.m. to uh, 11 a.m. and that is online. So the first one was in person. The uh, next one is online. Uh, the third one that I wanted to share with you is on Tuesday, May 24th. And now there's these two on on May 24th. So you have to uh, maybe go to both of them or choose which one. But uh, the one on May 24th is from 12 to 1 p.m. Uh, that's uh, with the Hawaii Community Foundation, and they're holding a virtual presentation which they'll dive into the world of cryptocurrency like Bitcoin, Ethereum, um, Tether, uh, uh, Binance, Coin, and others. And, of course, uh, they'll answer questions like, how does it work? Do you need a wallet? What uh, do you need to know about state and federal legislation and policies, tax treatment, and trends using cryptocurrency in, in uh, philanthropy? And, of course, that one is, uh, again, taking place on Tuesday, May 24th, and that is uh, put together by the Hawaii Community Foundation. I will put the links up on our show notes that will go up uh, before about 9 o'clock tonight, and uh, you'll find that on bitemarkscafe.org. So with that, we'll take a short break, and when we return, we'll be joined by Sarid Ditton and Wayne Murphy from Hatch, and uh, we'll, they'll give us an update on their recent aquaculture pitch Competition. This is Bite Marks Cafe. 
Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor Ulupono Initiative. Welcome back to Bite Marks Cafe on Hawaii Public Radio, and happy to welcome Wayne Murphy, co-founder and partner uh, with Hatch, and Sarah Ditton, marketing executive over at Hatch. And uh, we've also got uh, Dr. Suzanne Sharistani from Minnow Tech and John Dobovan with Kula Haven Farms. And uh, they're all here to kind of give us the latest happenings in aquaculture, the pitch contests, and some of the new innovations happening in this area. And I want to welcome them all to Bite Marks Cafe. Hey, Bert. Oh, thank you. How are you? Now, I'm going to start with uh, Wayne because uh, uh, he's the guy that's uh, calling in from the furthest. He's calling in all the way from Ireland. And I, I, I love it when, Wayne, you call in because, you know, that's that just shows the, the, the vast reach that the Bite Marks Cafe has, you know. <laughs> so, so, Wayne... Wayne, I've had you on before, but I, 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 I'd like yeah. you to kind of uh, uh, give our, give our uh, listeners a, a, a little bit of a background on what is Hatch and, and uh, what is its kind of like main mission. Okay. Uh, okay. Thanks, Barton. It's a pleasure once again to be joining you um, and, you know, talking about uh, Hawaii and, and, and the role that Hatch plays in, in developing that location from an aquaculture perspective. But Hatch is basically a, a global VC or an investor in aquaculture-related technologies. Uh, we're, we're getting old now. We're five years down the track, but you know, quite uh, a part of it um, um, occurred in, in Hawaii from about 2019, uh, where we, we launched our accelerator, and Hatch was the first company in the world to launch a global aquaculture-focused accelerator, where we take on uh, companies from around the world that are uh, building new innovations and technologies in the aquaculture space, with a view to surrounding them with uh, the right kind of people that can enable their companies to succeed. And uh, uh, we've been doing that now since 2017. We did our first one in Norway, uh, and then we did one in Ireland, and then we kicked off our next program, which was in Hawaii in 2019. Um, and we've extended our, we had a, a relationship with uh, Hawaii with a three-year pilot program uh, where we, we look to build uh, our facilities there. And I'm really pleased to say uh, we talked about this a couple of months ago, but we've also been uh, recruited again to be part of a NELHAV um, EDA grant, uh, which is going to have us you know, developing and, and building our, our team in Hawaii over the next four years. Um, um, and I'm happy to say that Hatch is uh, going to relocate its entire global program team and, and headquarter that from Nelha, where we deliver programs around the world. But we're going to be building a specific team, including myself, relocating to, to Nelha, uh, along with the recruitment of, of Sweet, who's going to talk now in a second. Uh, but we're going to build our capabilities in delivering um, aquaculture-related support and, and investment uh, from Hawaii going forward. You know, Wayne, that's uh, that's that's great to hear, and and I really love the progression that uh, you've helped to chart in Hawaii. And I know when you know when uh, Greg Barber, who's the the director over there at that Nelha, uh, introduced you, and and I often tell Greg, you know, it's like a, Nelha is like a hidden gem in Hawaii. There's all this cool stuff that happens over there, but. You know, it, it doesn't doesn't really get out to the rest of you know the 
the world here. So, you know, if I have an opportunity to share what you guys are doing, I think that's a, a great thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear this, this progression that uh, you're taking over at uh, NOHA. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right, Greg. It, it's our, our Bert, it's a, um, a gem of a, of a location for aquaculture, innovation, uh, an opportunity, and the natural resources that are there. Um, not only are we going to be building our accelerator from there, Bert, but we're also actually, for the first time, going to actually be building a, um, an incubator uh, to support and nurture earlier stage research projects. Um, and we're going to have that in, um, and build that from, from Nelha, in addition to doing ideation workshops around, you know, building maybe companies um, and attracting talent there to kind of use their, um, their insights and expertise and knowledge to kind of look at problems in the, in the aquaculture sector, but at the same time try and build companies that solve those problems. So we're going to have a range of uh, innovative uh, related activities uh, at Nelha attracting not only uh, local um, uh, uh, projects within, within the Hawaiian Islands, uh, but also attracting talent from the mainland um, and also around the world to Hawaii to, you know, for them all to get a sense of um, the wonderful resources down at Nelha. Well, you know, and, and uh, Wayne, since you uh, are talking about attracting talent, uh, uh, let's uh, let's introduce uh, Sarid Ditton, who is a recent add to the, you know, the Hatch Ohana and, and uh, a new voice that uh, I, I welcome to Bite Marsh Cafe. So, Sarid, Tell us a little bit about how you got uh, hooked up with with Hatch, and you're you're Kamaaina kind of Kamaaina come back home, right? So tell us a, <laughs> tell us a, a bit of background on your your story. Yeah, thank you so much for having us, Bert. Um, what an honor. Um, yeah, I I grew up in Kalikukua, and I went to Konawaina, so go Wildcats. Um, I was really fortunate because um, being surrounded by the ocean and being in it every day. Uh, sort of ingrained a sense of admiration and respect and a feeling of um, responsibility in me that I have to advocate for it. Um, And so even when I moved off the island as an adult, I've always had that relationship with the ocean environment, and I can really um, honor the duty that we have as humans and also as a part of the Hawaiian culture to give back to it sustainably um, especially through aquaculture. So when Hatch offered me this position um, in Kona at Nelha, it was a dream come true, um, and I jumped at the opportunity because to come back and help tell their amazing story and share the successes of, um, of Hatch and Nelha. And like you said, it is this hidden gem. I remember it being down there as a kid, and there was like this mystery about it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this a magical sort of NASA mystery and to be immersed in it over the last few weeks and to be able to come back is just an amazing experience. So, so Wayne, uh, how did, how did you find uh, Sarid and, and maybe you can tell us a little bit about uh, how you went out and, and recruited someone for this position. Yeah. Well, the important thing for us, uh, um, Bert, was that we had to, the person had to be, um, wherever the, the person was selected, had to be based at, at Nelha mm-hmm. and on the ground. Mm-hmm. It's really important that the next phase of our engagement and, and development is that we're building a team uh, uh, 100% of the time on at Nelha uh, with a view to developing um, that, that local connection, which is very important to us. Um, we put out a worldwide uh, call. Uh, we got quite a number of applications. I'm sure a lot of people... Uh, you can imagine would want to relocate to Hawaii or to, to live a, in Hawaii. Um, 
But what was really important for us ideally is that we found someone uh, with, as, as um, uh, Serene mentioned, that connection with Hawaii and ideally based in Hawaii or from Hawaii. And, um, you know, she's now relocating our whole family back to where she was as a, as a child. So I think that's that's really cool. And we got the sense from her that she really understood the, the job ahead in, in marketing. Uh, and it is her job, I guess, to market and sell you know, all the cool things that are happening down at Nelha and with Hatch and with the portfolio companies and, and uh, studio participants like we have today. You know, there's some amazing stories out there that the world needs to hear about. Uh, and we're really pleased to have Sari join uh, in telling that story and her immersion with the pro studio in the last couple of weeks, I think was great timing for her to really get a sense of uh, what this is all about. Well, you know, that's a that's a great chance for uh, Sari to maybe uh, share with us what this the pitch day was all about, and that would be a, a good sort of precursor to uh, introducing uh, Suzanne and John and the companies that they represent. So, so Sarid, what was uh, what was this pitch day about? And I I would have loved to to go there, but you know, uh, Greg never you know never sent me any ticket or anything, so I I couldn't fly over. But um, next time I'll I'll make sure he he you know sets me up. But what was the pitch day all about, and and uh, what was the what was the goal in in doing the pitch day? Yeah, Bert, uh, you will definitely be on the invite list, and you missed out on some delicious local Kona Kampachi. Okay, so, <laughs> don't um, stop, stop yeah. already. <laughs> <laughs> um, pitch day was sort of the finale of the innovation studio, where eleven amazing candidates uh, went through. A, pretty grueling um, hybrid online and in-person studio um, where, you know, they were um, put through a panel of mentors and um, really had to take a hard look at their companies and what their um, message was. And then at the end of that, they had to pitch it to, um, you know, local uh, businesses, local community, and then also local investors. So it was really a great way for them to get their product and their services and their businesses out to the community. Um, and I think it was, even though it was in a hybrid state, um, it didn't lack in the level of integrity um, and, and them, you know, really coming back with a, a great experience and a great uh, view of, of what, what's next. So the the companies that were part of the pitch day, how many how many were there, and and what uh, you kind of alluded to what they had gone through. So there was this innovation uh, uh, a process, but they were they were at varying stages. So um, how many companies were participating in in this particular event, and then who were all ten of them or eleven of them kind of pitching during that pitch day? Yeah, so um, there were eleven companies, um, early stage companies. Um, coming in, and they, uh, let's see, I think half of them, maybe four or five, were actually live in person, which was wonderful because mm-hmm. you get a different feeling. Uh, it's really rewarding to have candidates be there in person and immersing themselves and immersing us in their dreams and in their businesses. And then the other half were um, virtual and online, which was great also to have them there, and everybody just did an amazing job. It was a very exciting day. So let's uh, let's kind of introduce a couple of them that are here on the show. We'll start with uh, Suzanne uh, Sarastani, and and your company is called Minotech. And uh, Suzanne, tell us so uh, what what got you involved with Hatch, and 
how was that experience? Was it uh, was it worthwhile? Of course, you got to say yes because you know you got the two fo- <laughs> you got the two execs here. <laughs> but uh, Suzanne, tell us uh, how did you get involved with this uh, uh, sort of innovation process and, and pitch day? Sure. Uh, so thanks for for uh, having us and having me on the show. Um, so I actually was in Hatch's second cohort in Ireland. Um, oh. And Oak Tech participated as one of their cohorts that traveled the world and were really putting their idea and their business through what I call the business grinder and mm-hmm. seeing what comes out the other end. Um, so we, I've, I had this wonderful experience where I was actually traveling the world with Wayne and um, it was through Hatch that, you know, inspired the company Minotech. I'm a, I'm a city kid, right? I grew up in, in New York and I'm having a conversation with Wayne about, hey, I think you should move the, the company to Hawaii. Um, and so kind of progressed from being in their cohort a few years ago to moving out and then participating with them in all of these events and, and, and also growing our team as part of their portfolio uh, out in, in Hawaii. So that's been quite remarkable. Well, you know, that's uh, that's great. And I, I, I want to give John a chance to uh, share. How did he, John, how did you get involved with Hatch and then end up doing this uh, this pitch day. Now, don't tell us don't tell us what oh. you do yet because I wanna I wanna save that for a little bit. But how did you get involved with Hatch and this pitch day? Yeah, hi, Bert. Thanks very much. Well, you know, I've been aware of Hatch. Um, since, I think since they moved since they started operations in Hawaii, uh, and I've been on their mailing list. And I was kind of surprised I got an invitation uh, by email to apply for the uh, for the Innovation Studio cohort. I didn't. I think I had much shot at it, but uh, lo and behold, I got invited to my delight and surprise. Well, that's uh, that's great, and I, you know, pardon me for for creating this bit of a teaser because, uh, you know, the um, the whole idea is I wanted to kind of get uh, get a sense as to how you got involved with, um, you know, with the hatch, uh, but then I, I I do want to uh, have everybody kind of hold you know the edges of their seat hold, seat, hold that thought. Well, we'll be right back after this short break to continue our conversation with Wayne Murphy, Sarit Ditton, uh, Suzanne uh, Shawistani, and John uh, Dobovan. And, of course, uh, we're talking about Hatch, the aquaculture pitch contest, and innovations in the aquaculture business. So stay tuned. Uh, We'll be right back. Support for Bike Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor Honolulu Waldorf School. Welcome back. This is Bike Marks Cafe on HPR One. I'm Bert Lam. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Wayne Murphy, all the way from Ireland, co-founder and partner of Hatch, and of course, uh, Sarid Ditton, marketing exec over at Hatch, and and we got Dr. Suzanne Sarastani from Minotech and John Dobovan uh, from Kula Haven Farms. And, of course, uh, uh, we're finding out about the latest innovations in, in aquaculture. And, of course, right before the break, we were kind of getting a sense of how people got, how the two companies, or actually, you know, all the companies got involved with the pitch competition, the pitch day. Uh, but I, I did want to now get into a little bit more detail uh, as to what they actually do. So, um, since we left with you, John, uh, John, tell us what is what does uh, Kula Haven uh, actually Kula Haven Farms? What do they actually do? I mean, it's, I, I love the name Kula Haven, uh, but I, I love even more what you do and where you do it. 
Thank you very much. Yeah, we're at 3,500 feet up on the side of Haleakala and Keokea on Maui, and we are Hawaii's first and only uh, commercial rainbow trout aquaponics facility. We, um, we actually hatch our own uh, trout eggs. We raise rainbow trout, and we also raise uh, organically certified uh, baby watercress, which you may see in some of the stores. And uh, we have a 100% recirculating system. We, we, we recirculate virtually 100% of our water. We discharge zero waste. And you're up at 3,500 feet, and, and I, I, would, I would take that that's pretty ideal uh, conditions, at least uh, for, for the coolness of the water that rainbow trout needs to live in. Is that, is that some of the characteristics of, of being at that elevation? Yeah, the mean annual temperature up there is about 64 degrees, and that's right in the range. Trout thrive basically from 55 to 65 degrees Fahrenheit. They cannot take warm water. And and uh, the the end product of your uh, uh, Kula, Kula Haven Farms, I mean, is it uh, getting trout to restaurants? I mean, what is it that you ultimately do, or do you, you know, what is your sort of supply chain uh, business? Well, as far as the trout goes, we're currently mainly selling to restaurants. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, Mama's Fish House buys almost all of our fish. We don't have a commercial kitchen, so it's difficult for us to sell them to the retail market. We are selling some fish through the new Maui Food Hub, um, but primarily it's restaurants. As far as the watercress goes, though, that we're in many many of the Maui retail stores, health food stores. We're also in uh, all the time supermarkets on Oahu, although... We haven't been able to ship for the last month. We're having a seed bug infestation right now, but you know that's farming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and Suzanne, what does what does Minotech do? We count shrimp. Okay, you, so, so you count shrimp uh, now. Now <laughs> you know that might sound like that. That's pretty easy to do, but actually, that's a pretty hard task, <laughs> right? Yeah, I went to five years of uh, graduate school to learn how to do it. Um, so I, I guess I could start there. Um, so my doctorate work was actually using really high, fancy, expensive sonar equipment to count jellyfish in uh, Chesapeake Bay. So really murky water, uh, and you're counting invertebrates. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my fifth-year PhD, I was kind of like, okay, this is a really great skill because I'm using sonar te- technology and now coupling that with really cool programming and and, compu- and computer statistics to map out populations in the ocean. And it was actually a, a conversation with Hatch and uh, to learn about aquaculture and where that skill set is needed. So that, just the core of that, using sonar to estimate the biomass of shrimp within aquaculture setting, uh, translates to efficiency for a farmer. They are effectively adjusting how much they feed. Uh, when they can harvest all their shrimp, how fast their shrimp are growing, and monitor the population, which can save them up to $30,000 per pond on a farm. Um, it's, it's a really, really big challenge, um, and we're kind of the first to market with an innovation that could really, really benefit them. So we're, we're pretty excited. And it's been uh, developed in partnership with Kauai Shrimp. So I've been out there. Uh, built a team out there. We've been out there for uh, through the entire pandemic, kind of skunk work with mm-hmm. the farm manager uh, Robert Kana, who's fantastic. Uh, and I've you know been uh, hanging out with the Nene and, and counting shrimp at Kauai and 
developing this product to help farmers around the world. And and <clears throat> when you talk about sonar and counting shrimp, does the sonar give you the kind of resolution that that will tell you the actually actual amount of individual shrimp that's uh, swimming around, or is it based on, like you said, biomass, and then you have to kind of divide that mass with however, you know, like maybe the average weight of a, a shrimp? Sure. Um, so it's, it's, you could use sonar that's giving you perfect resolution that allows you to see every single shrimp, uh, probably uh, even their legs, but that's really, really expensive. Um, and farmers would not be able to afford that. So what we've actually done is pared down that type of technology. So it's kind of the minimum of what we need to track the population. Um, and so it's our shrimp-specific tracking with our specific design around the sonar. And then we actually couple that with information about the shrimp's behavior as we track it through time. So um, it's a combination of of Simple sonar, a technology that's kind of been around for decades. I'm sure if you're a fisherman, uh, you've used a, a fish finder before. It's that type of uh, a technology. We, we haven't invented the wheel there, but it's, it's the application of that and coupling it with what we understand about shrimp behavior that really is Minotech's secret sauce. Mm-hmm. And, and John, you know, when, uh, when going through the the uh, uh, innovation studio and, and <clears throat> having uh, be a part of the, the, the pitch day, uh, what is your what is your takeaway? What are, what are you gonna let's say apply to your your company uh, over over in Kilkea? Well, um, actually, Hatch invited us at a really critical time in our uh, company development. We're we're really just completing our research and development phase. Mm-hmm. I've been at this. Uh, I've been doing trout now for about eight years, and it's been quite a learning curve. You know, there was no template for us to work from. And had to invent a lot of stuff out of whole cloth, and mm-hmm. you know a lot of trial and error. Um, now we're reaching the point where we're ready to scale up, and um, you know the, the the skills that you need to develop to be a successful farmer are wildly different from the skills you need to get out and and actually find the capital necessary to to scale up a company to to the scale we want to grow to. And so Hatch has been uh, just a, a, a fantastic opportunity for us. Um, I, I, I got to say, I came into this thing when, when I first thought we were going to build a pitch deck, I thought, well, I got a pitch deck, you know, and after about one day of the seminars, I realized, oh, yeah, <laughs> I got a long way to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but, but they, they provided access to so many incredible people. Um, you know, just, just the learning environment alone was fantastic. And then, and then meeting the cohort, this cohort was just wonderful. There were so many fabulous um, projects and ideas floating around, so many amazing people. It was really very exciting to be part of this. Well, you know, uh, uh, Sarid, what's the um, <clears throat> what's the next step for for both of these companies? We only we only got about uh, thirty seconds, so you know, what's what's the next step? And and maybe you can tell us, uh, you know, uh, where people can find out more information. But what's the next step for these companies? You know, um, we we like I said, we we hold different stages of um, these types of events and programs, and so um, you know, as a studio, you know, the next uh, the next step is probably to take it to the next level. Um, we 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 might hold an accelerator out at Nelha. Um, that'll probably be the next uh, the next step. And if people are interested in this and startups um, want to 
have access to this, then they, they can absolutely find us on our website at HatchBlue. It's H-A-T-C-H dot blue. And we will, of course, have all 11 candidates' um, contact information and more information about what their companies offer as well. Well, thanks uh, thanks a lot for that. And Wayne Murphy is the co-founder and partner, Sharid Ditton, marketing exec over at Hatch. You got Dr. Suzanne Sharid. Um, Sharistani from Middletech, John Dobovan, Dobovan from Kula Haven Farms, and of course I want to thank them all for joining us today. Thank you for listening to Bite Mars Cafe. Join us next week, next week when we catch up with the latest Mana Up cohort of companies. If you're missing any part of this, you can find a podcast of tonight's show on BiteMarsCafe.org. And any questions or comments, email me at BiteMarks at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm at BiteMarks. You stay safe. You stay awesome. We'll see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe.